0: But it is hopeless, Gregory. The Black Knight is many times a champion in the tournament. Hundreds of knights have fallen before his powerful charge. He's vastly stronger than you are. What chance do you have of defeating him? Only the
1: slim chance that perhaps by accident my lance will find him vulnerable. But that is very... What, what was that? It could be only one thing. A lance was struck against my shield, hanging before my tent. Some knight has come to challenge me. <laughs>
2: Kids, don't miss this exciting adventure with Robin Hood and his
3: merry men. And to tell it, here is Smilin' Ed McConnell. Yes, kids, you'd better come running this old Smilin' Ed and his Buster Brown gang. I got shoes, you've got shoes. Why, everybody's got to have shoes. But there's only one kind of shoes for me. <laughs> yes, sir, it's Buster Brown Midnight the Cat, Grandy the Piano, and Froggy the gremlin, And we're going to start our program off right now with our story. Well, kids, back we go to Merry England for another story of that benevolent bandit, wonderful Robin Hood. Now, history tells us that Robin Hood was a robber but we know he really only took back the gold that was stolen from the poor people in the first place. Of course, it was necessary for Robin to keep some of the gold for himself and his merry men, and he and his band devised many a way to get it. Which is why he and little John, one sunny day, strolled down the dusty road toward Nottingham Town in high spirit.
4: Aye, <laughs> <laughs> good Robin. It is a fair day to go forth to adventure. It's wild. Well, you have not told me the purpose of this visit to town. There is always the chance that we will meet there the Sheriff of Nottingham and have opportunity to tweak his nose. (laughs) How now, John, that you should wish to bring injury to the good Sheriff's nose. Have we not caused him enough pain in the past that we can visit his town today and bring no trouble? Oh, methinks, Robin, your your courage has fled with good eating and soft living. (laughs) You, you really? They mean we shall go to Nottingham and not spoil the sheriff's day. My lad, we will despoil the sheriff, but in another manner, I what. <laughs> and now, what could be curling around that tricky brain of yours? For you, my friend, the days blend into one haunch of venison after another. Well, Have you forgotten that tomorrow is the day of the Nottingham tourney? Eh? Many brave knights will joust one against the other for the king's prizes of golden lands. As many a sturdy yeoman will draw a string of his longbow to win the golden arrow given as prize by the sheriff in the archery contest. By the good saints! <laughs> I did indeed forget. Though you, good Robin, should surely win the archery shoot, and, and I, I will enter the bout of the quarter-stars. Mayhap my buffeting will win some gold for our coffers. I a goodly thought, fair friend. And now, now, so our strength will be with us. What say you we pause for food and drink? Ah, see, there ahead, and in. <laughs> By my soul, you've a head on you, good Robin. <laughs> <laughs> my stomach uh. has long since thought my mouth was left behind. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: So the two stout fellows in high good humor entered the tavern and were soon enjoying a side of mutton and a tankard of brown ale after the fashion of the day. But their feasting was disturbed by two other visitors to the inn, a young man hardly more than a boy and a young woman who resembled the lad greatly. John, how now that your food cools on the plate and your tankard does not
4: empty, What has taken your appetite away. Uh, Robin, Hi. have you noticed the young couple at the table beyond where... Uh, a fair lad and good, and as comely and sweet a damsel as these old eyes have ever seen. Ay, Mary, our England is full of fair lads and lasses. What differs in these? Well, nothing save that they're in trouble. Huh? That's easy to see.
3: Stop,
4: Robin Racine.
0: Gregor, you must give up this foolish plan. Courage you have in plenty. But your skill is not yet great enough to meet Gilbert of Middlebury. Why, he calls himself the Black Knight because of his prowess at jousting.
1: Nevertheless, meet him I shall, and one of us will lie dead on the field. There is no other way.
0: So do we need to recover these lands? Is there not some way in which we can live without them?
1: No, the lands are rightfully ours, though our father forfeited them. Now that he is dead, there is no way for us to recover them... except that I win them in the lists at the tournament.
0: But Gilbert of Middlebury means to have the land. Gregory, you can never hope to defeat him.
4: Most engaging conversation, oh, eh, Robin? <laughs> but meaningless to me. Uh, uh, now, why the somber face, good Robin? Gregory of Clivedale. This thing would be his son and a girl, no doubt his daughter. Hmm? Good Robin,
3: you, you, you know them then? No,
4: no, I know them not. But I did know their father... Once he gave me sanctuary in their castle for a fortnight, Mm. I swore then to repay him when I could. These children go to the tourney, mark them well, and watch them closely. I may yet repay my debt to their father by helping them defeat the Black Knight.
5: Yes, sir!
3: I'll bet you'll be surprised how this story turns out, and we'll get back to it in just one minute, too. But first... Here's something real important to think about. Shoes. Buster Brown shoes. Old Smiling Ed wants to see every single one of his kids get in the Buster Brown gang. But you gotta wear Buster Brown shoes, yes sir. Cause Buster Brown shoes are the best in town. They fit so well. And they feel so good. And they're so good looking too. So remember... Make old Smiling Ed smile and everybody wear Buster Brown shoes. We'll tell you how to find your own Buster Brown shoe man later in the show, so you listen real close. Then you can take Mother right there when it's time to go shopping for new shoes. That's one of the important ways you get to be a real member of our Buster Brown gang. And don't forget our special way of finding out if the shoes are genuine Buster Browns. We look inside the shoe right where your heel goes and make sure there's a picture of Buster and his dog Tige.
0: That's my dog Tige. He lives on a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too.
3: That's right. Look for the picture of the boy and his dog inside the shoe. Then you'll know they're genuine Buster Brown shoes. Now back to our story. One day when Robin Hood and Little John were walking from Sherwood Forest to the town of Nottingham to attend a big tourney, that is, a day at the games where prizes were given to the best archer, the best swordsman, or the knight who was best at jousting, they stopped at an inn for a bite to eat. And while there they overheard a conversation between young Gregory of Clivedale and his sister to learn that the boy intended to enter the jousting matches against Gilbert of Middlebury, who called himself the Black Knight. Young Gregory was to do this in order to regain the lands that rightfully belonged to him. And because Robin Hood owed the boy's father a debt, he swore to himself to help the lad. And so Robin Hood and Little John went to the tourney and mingled with the crowd next day. So many people were there they weren't recognized and thus could move freely about the grounds. Robin strolled about the field where the knights would joust, pausing at the tent of this one and that, hoping to find the tent of the young boy Gregory. One great black tent stood by itself. Before the tent, as was the custom, hung the knight's great shield, and on it was blazoned for all to see the crest of Gilbert of Middlebury, the Black Knight. Gilbert, the Black Knight, famous for his skill and his cruelty. As Robin Hood paused before the tent, he heard Gilbert and his squire talking inside. Listen, little John, I am all ears, good Robin.
1: You have seen him, stalled you, say? Aye, my lord... His is the small tent at the far end of the lists. I am sure it is young Gregory, for his shield hangs before his tent, as does yours. And it carries the coat of arms of Clivedale.
3: Didst hear that, my lord.
1: And the girl, Miriam, his sister, she is with him? She is with him, my lord. And the fool really means to fight for his lands in the tournament. Well, well, Robin. There is no other way for him to regain them, my lord. For as you already know, the lands that once belonged to the lad's father... Are the prize to the knight who wins the jousting. I know well enough that I mean to win those lands for myself. For once I own Clivedale, mine will be the greatest estate in all England. Then the knights will rally round my banner when I wish them to. And who knows, Solard, how great Gilbert of Middlebury can become. We shall see, eh, Robin? I, <laughs> lord, you will become great. But it does seem a pity that the stripling must face such a great champion as you. <laughs> He is the fool, stuttered. My lance willingly tastes the blood of one or another. Come now, my new armor has come. Let's try it on.
3: As Robin Hood listened to this conversation, his expressions became more and more thoughtful. He glanced down to the end of the field and noticed a little tent of young Gregory of Clivedale. Then he became even more determined to help the boy. Meanwhile, young Gregory and his sister Miriam, in their tent, strove to prepare the boy for the jousting.
1: Here is the breastplate, brother. Thank you, sister. Now if you will fasten the buckles.
0: I pray, Gregory, that you will draw a young knight equally
1: unskilled. It matters not, though I win my earlier jousts. I will yet have to fight Gilbert of Middlebury, for he is the one whom the king permits to joust for our lands.
0: Aye. And was it not he who claimed the lands unfairly?
1: Yes. His claim to our lands is false. But because no one can prove him false, his claim is recognized by our king. At least His Highness Good King Richard granted me permission to fight in a knightly battle to regain our lands, if my lance is well aimed.
0: But it is hopeless, Gregory. The Black Knight is many times a champion in the lists. Hundreds of knights have fallen before his powerful charge. He's vastly stronger than you. What chance do you have
1: of defeating him? Only the slim chance that perhaps by accident my lance will find him vulnerable. But that... <sighs> What was that? It could be only one thing. A lance was struck against my shield, hanging before my tent. Some knight has come to challenge me. Then it must be. Yes, it is Gilbert of Middlebury. I must step out to accept his challenge. Sir? And you are Gregory of Clivedale? I am Gregory. Then, Gregory, my lance point has touched your shield. The challenge has been given, and I accept it willingly. It is unfitting that this lance, which has smote many a good knight... Should now be directed at a boy. But you would protest my claim. I would be a poor fellow to be robbed of my lands by your false claim. Think not of your own, Lance Point, but guard yourself against mine. Against yours.
0: (laughs) I heard, Gregory. Come back into the tent. Do not
1: feel badly. I do not feel badly at his insults, Miriam. It is just that my chances of victory are small. And my chances of defeat are great.
4: Perhaps, Lord Gregory, the aid of two competent squires, would not be amiss.
1: And who are you, sir?
4: I am called by some one name, and others have a different name for me. It is unimportant. Suffice it to say that I have no love of Gilbert of Middlebury, and to your dead father I owe a debt. My companion and I are well versed in the needs of a knight in the jousts, We therefore come to squire you and aid you in any way we can.
1: Then, good gentlemen, come in and welcome. Come, John. Aye, I come. Now your armor, my lord.
4: I see it stands there, but... Oh, but hold, you wear armor.
1: Aye. Yarn armor is my father's. I brought it here only to give me courage. Well, come. We help you prepare. (laughs)
3: The joust began, and many a noble charger thundered down the list, carrying his armored knight to battle against another knight. Throughout the day, the air rang with the clash of steel on steel. And then, as the afternoon began to wane, the heralds announced...
5: Good people, in the manner of chivalry, two knights now under the list, one the great champion, Gilbert of Middlebury, the other young and untried, a knight for far in Mayburnley, it is Gregory of Clydedale. They joust for the
4: lands of Friday. Oh, my lord, you are called. I am ready. John, the young knight's charger is ready. I have checked every inch of equipment. Good. The saddle will never slip. The bridle is strong. The reins are sturdy. The horse is ready. And so is the rider. The hoist is ready, John. Uh, ready, Robin. <coughs> my lord, let me place the straps about you.
1: Thank you, good John.
4: Yeah. He's yeah. in now. Uh, uh, <coughs> well, then, let's raise him to the saddle. Ready, my lord. Quite ready. Uh, you, John.
5: Up. Mm. Mm. Mm.
4: Ah, so. Now then, here is your lance, my lord. How can
1: I thank you both?
4: We've done not as yet. Think not of thanks, lad. Good aim, my lord. Bring him from his saddle. <laughs> Little chance, but I shall try. No man can do more, my lord. Good lance. fortune favor the lad, but I fear he's no chance, John. That lad has spirit, Robin. His charge is true and fast. Oh, John, they'll hit fairly. Oh, Bison Dunstan, I hate to look.
5: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, good Robin. The lad made him fairly his Lance is a good sign indeed. Hey, here he comes back for another lance. Up. But look you, John. The lad holds himself erect, but in some way he has been hurt. I can see that. Mm. Uh, here, my lord. Fresh lance. One true point.
1: I, I cannot hold oh, it. Hot. I do not know what has happened in my shoulders. It's a terrible pain. And I can no longer hold the butt of my broken lance. That is why I dropped it on the field. I, I
4: know what happened. Oft times the shock of meeting lances will injure the shoulder of a lighter man. Quickly, my lord. You're allowed refreshment in your tent according to the rule. Dismount. But I... I was... beg of you, my lord. I'd quickly and come into in the tent as he says. I think I already sent his plan. My hand, my lord. Very well. Uh, hold the steed, John, while I tend the lad. Here, my lord. The strap for the hoist. Slip it on.
1: Here. Here we go. Here. Oh, no. ah.
4: Ah. Now, can I help you, my lord?
1: No, no, I, I'm quite all right.
0: Gregory, Gregory, what happened? I did not dare to walk.
4: His shoulder is hurt slightly, but he'll be all right, I know. Now, I have a plan, and it is now that I must reveal myself to you. My friend who holds your steed is little John... But I am called Robin Hood.
1: You are Robin Hood, and you are
4: Sir Loxley, knight in your own right. <laughs> yes, a knight, yes, but first a robber, a robber of robbers. Your father's armor there; it will fit me. It is exactly as your own. I shall meet the Black Knight in your father's armor. The difference of our size will never be noticed. A horse. Quickly, lads, the buckler. There is jousting to be done. What
1: I cannot do. Lad, you.
4: lad, there is little time. Hand me the helmet. <laughs>
3: Quickly slipping on the armor of the lad's father, Robin Hood seized the fresh lance, hurried from the tent, and vaulted into the saddle of the waiting charger. Gregory, staying inside the tent so he would not be seen, nevertheless watched through the opening with great interest. John led Robin's charger to the starting point, then hurried back to Gregory to watch. In a moment, the trumpet sounded. <laughs>
1: There is his lance like a champion. Yet, good John, Gilbert is a great knight. Does Robin Hood have a chance?
4: Oh, lad, he worries the life out of me each time he does something like this. And yet, watch closely when they meet. I think we will see something.
1: Look you, John, look you. They will meet in a moment.
4: I know his trick. Watch the lance boy, lad. There, he's raising it. Yeah!
1: He's done it. He's done it. Gilbert is on horse. He's on the ground.
4: Aye. <laughs> this Robin favorite trick. The last moment, raise the lance point and strike the visor of the helmet. Not even a giant could stay a horse after this play.
1: Here he comes, and in great haste.
4: Quickly, John the hoist. Aye. Help me off the horse and out of this armor. I think there may be trouble.
1: Blood, But Where is he? What manner of trick did you use on me? By my truth, no youth can do this to me and live. Why are you sure I used a trick? was just that you lost to a better knight. Ah, well, you've gained my lands, but I'll see that you don't live to enjoy them.
4: Advance one step further, my lord, and find my arrow through your heart.
1: Ah, uh, who is this? This? Why, this is Robin Hood. Robin
4: Hood? Aye, and a fairer target for my bow I have never seen than your lordship. Now then, back to your tent, Black uh, Knight, and when next you try to gain a neighbor's lands through trickery, remember there is always one. With
3: a better trick. Oh, yes, indeed. I thought that was a good story. <laughs> What's that squeak of the mouse? <laughs> oh, sure. That crazy frog of the gremlin's going to play his witch majig and sing for us today. Nice. Oh, I don't know, Midnight the Cat. I bet it'll be a mess. But we'll see about it right after we bring on our announcer man to tell us where to get Buster Brown's shoes. With the picture of Buster Brown and his dog, Tige, inside the shoe.
0: That's my dog, Tige. He lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too.
3: That's right, Buster Brown. Come on in, Mr. Announcer.
2: Yes, and Ed, I'll tell your buddies how to find the store that sells Buster Brown shoes. It's easy, kids. Here's all you have to do. Just pick up your telephone book, then turn to the yellow pages until you come to the heading of shoes. There, under the heading of shoes, you'll find the name Buster Brown. And right below that, the name and address of the store nearest you that sells these swell Buster Brown shoes. And kids, when Mother takes you in for fine new Buster Brown shoes, she can be sure they'll be fitted scientifically. In just the right size, width, and last, you need to let your feet grow right. And believe me, that's something Mother will want to know. And remember, too, kids, that all the Buster Brown dealers are Smiling Ed's buddies. Now, when you find the name of the store nearest you, write it down and be all set to buy Smilin' Ed's Buster Brown Shoes.
3: Yes, indeed. Smilin' Ed's buddies know where to get Buster Brown Shoes. And now I think I'd better have that little old Froggy the Gremlin become visible while he has his witch majig out there and sings and plays for us. Are you ready to become visible, Froggy the Gremlin? I'm ready, I am, I am. Okay. Watch him very closely, kid, so you can see him pop into sight. Here he comes. Lunk your magic twanger, Froggy.
5: Oh.
3: My. There he is again. All dressed up as in his little red coat and vest, bust of brown shoes, rolling his big old googly eyes around and sticking his tongue out at people. You quit that, froggy the gremlin. I'm wonderful, I am, I am. You're just a gremlin, that's what you are. Now, I want you to go ahead and press the button on your witch magic and hurry up and sing your song. Okay, okay.
6: Now oh, I'll sing I will will. I will play my Wichita jig, make it squeal just like a pig. Oh, it squeals. If I want my horn to blow, I just push this thing down so. Till I make this donkey break.
5: Uh, uh,
6: oh, he's uh, so pretty, Juggiesa. Uh, Push this little jigger there. And we have a growling bear. Uh, Move, cow, move. Wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Froggy the Gremlin, that wasn't a cow, that was a horn. Cows have horns, they do, they do. Oh, for goodness sake, what Hey, the...
3: what's going on around here? Oh, my goodness, kids, it's Mr. Gymnasium, the great athletic instructor! Howdy, howdy, howdy! Howdy, fellow
1: athletes! Today I'm prepared to tell you about two very popular games. Tennis and baseball. Now, first, let's take tennis. The most important thing in tennis is a racket.
6: Make a lot of noise.
1: Yes, you have to make a big racket. You know, lots of noise. No, no, no. (laughs) No, not that kind of a racket. Look, a tennis racket is a thing you hit the ball with. When you hit the ball... It says out. It says out, yes. No! No! The ball is sensitive and gets hurt easily. No, no, no. That isn't right. Look, you're making me say the wrong things, Roger the Gremlin. Now, kiddies, look. In tennis, you have a net. A fish net. Sure, you need a net to catch the fish. Ah. No. No, you don't need a fish net at all. It's a hair net. Certainly, you need a hair net to keep your hair out of your eyes. No. Look, it's a tennis net. The net is between the two players. The two players look over the net at each other. say, nets to you. Yeah, they glare at each other and say, nets to you. Ah. No! Ah. Oh, that's all wrong. Now, listen, please. You keep scoring tennis with one love and two love. And I love you, too. And I love you also, Froggy. No! Ah. Ah. I do not Shut up oh, You <laughs> Now look, you play tennis in a tennis court You walk into the court Say good
6: morning, judge
1: Yeah, you say good morning, judge <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> You don't say good morning, judge The judge says 30 days Sure, the judge says 30 days <laughs> Oh, no, you've got me so mixed up I can't continue Are you amazing, Liv? That's what you are <laughs> What
6: happened, what happened?
1: Oh, you got me so confused, I can't go
6: on. Oh, oh tell us some more, Mr. Jim.
1: Well, I would if you wouldn't keep interrupting me. Oh,
6: I wouldn't think of it. Go right ahead, Wad. Well, well, all
1: right. I-, I didn't want to tell all these young athletes something about baseball. I'm
6: just dying to hear about baseball, I am. Oh, you are? Oh, you bet. <sighs> I'll help you all I can, I will.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Froggy. Now, fellow athletes... Let me tell you about sliding into base. When you slide home...
6: Don't fall off the porch.
1: Yeah, be sure you don't fall off your front porch. <laughs>
6: no!
1: I'm not talking about your home. I'm referring to home play. In baseball, it's a thrill to be safe at home. In bed. So a safe at home in bed with the covers over your head. No! Look, I'm talking about baseball. When well, the umpire says batter up, the
6: bat boy calls the bat man.
1: You bet. The bat boy comes flying down. <laughs> no,
5: no, no! <laughs> ah,
1: no.
6: <laughs> this
1: is baseball. The bat boy he stirs up batter. Of course, he stirs up the batter. Oh no! When a player calls for a bat The bat boy goes bat Yeah, the bat boy goes batty.
5: No, he's not no, no, no.
1: How did the bat boy go batty? He's
6: already crazy
1: Sure, everybody knows he's
6: crazy No,
5: he's not yeah. i mean, uh, You're crazy Sure, sure, I'm crazy I'm not uh, I'm uh, i oh, not no, no.
3: Poor old Mr. Gymnasium, Napier, sure gets him all mixed up. And now, kids, I'm going to tell you in a moment what we're going to do next Saturday. But first, <clears throat> here's something real important to you old smiling Ed. It's about shoes, Buster Brown shoes. Yes, sirree, I'd like every single one of my kids to get in the Buster Brown gang and wear Buster Brown shoes and nothing but Buster Brown shoes. You betcha, that's what old smiling head like to see. How about that, kid? Let's all get in the gang and wear Buster Brown. Oh, they're sure fine shoes. Aren't they good looking, though? Oh, they feel awful good, and they wear awful good, too. So now remember, next time you get shoes, be sure you're a member of my gang and get Buster Brown. Don't forget to look inside the shoe for the picture of Buster and his dog, Tige.
0: That's my dog, Tige. He lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too.
3: That's right. Look for the picture of the boy and his dog inside the shoe. Then you'll know they're genuine Buster Brown shoes. And now, kids, how does this sound for next Saturday? Old Smiling Ed's going to sing the funny song about the Big Rock Candy Mountain. And a good old alkali Pete the Cowboy is going to be with us with one of our best stories yet, all about Baba the Desert Boy and his great white horse sheik to the sand dunes. Yes, sir. We're going to have a lot of fun next Saturday. And now has everybody had fun around here today, huh? <laughs> ah, That's wonderful, buddies. Don't forget church or Sunday school and be listening next Saturday. When you hear hi, kid," come a running! The happy The
2: The Buster Brown show starring smiling Ed McConnell is produced in Hollywood by Frank Barron and is directed by Hobart Donovan. Hey, you!